I want to share just for a few moments together right now as we uh, come into this third night of fire and as I've been preparing and praying, I've, I've felt the drawing of God for us as a church and for you as an individual, God's heart for you and for us. I, I frequently pray this a prayer. I see our church in a season of revival. Uh, it's, it's not just a, a statement on a, a dream. It's a, it's a prayer for me that we would go into a season of revival with radical salvations, healings, and young people being apprehended for the call of God. And I hear God drawing us tonight. And I feel like that there's some people in the room that God is specifically wanting to draw into the secret place with Him, into, uh, into the, 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 the place that the Bible calls uh, uh, being in the shadow of the Almighty. And Psalm chapter 91 verse 1 says this, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. There's a, there's a place for you and I that now, so many of us, we begin our relationship with God uh, and, and experiencing His love. And we call, what we call that the, the manifest presence of God, His love. We begin to sense something of God God's love. And many people come to church and you wonder why you're weeping uh, in worship. And so, uh, some of you are like, I'm not a weeper, but now I'm crying. What is that? And so often that's just, that's the manifest presence of God. He's, he's pouring His love into your heart because He loves you. And this, this is a wonderful experience for us corporately in, in worship and in prayer to come and, and experience the, the corporate shadow of God. But God hasn't just designed you to be in the corporate shadow. When I say corporate, the, all of us together. He's also designed you for the secret place. And Jesus talked about this. He said, if you will go into your secret place, if you go into a, a prayer closet and close the door, my Father who is in heaven will see you, what, what you do in private and He'll reward you in open. And I, I sense the Spirit of God because I sense, uh, I know God's spoken to me about a season of revival for our church. It's not just, a, oh, I hope. I, I know He's spoken to me about it. So I sense God uh, drawing some individuals and saying, I want you to come into the secret place. I want you to come into the place that's under the shadow of God. If you can get under the shadow of God, I will do something in your heart and I'll do something in your life that will prepare you for revival, will prepare you for destiny, will prepare you for breakthrough. But He's because God, you know, we want breakthrough, but God wants relationship. He wants us close. And so I want to just share a few things that happen when we prioritize the secret place. I want you to think uh, tonight about well, where, where would your, if you were to have a place where you and God meet. And for some people, it can be on the beach. And for other people, it can be in your car. And for other people, it's in your bedroom. And I know for me, I've got a few different places. I love during the week to come in here and pray. I've got a couple of rooms in my home that I, I like to go in. I like to, I like to get in a place where I can make some noise. So sometimes I've got to get in the car just so I can do some shouting and yelling with God. And, and you know, as people go by, these days it's good because it looks like I'm talking on the phone. Back in the day, I just looked like a wacko. But now it's like, oh, he's obviously in an animated conversation with someone on the phone. But there's just, there's, there's places that are my secret place. You need places that are your secret place. I've got, I've got pillows and blankets that I shout into when I need to, to try and 
muffle the sound and not freak the neighbours out uh, just because I need to get into a secret place. Yeah, there's a place that you need where, where it's your place and maybe that's for a season where you know, okay, I can get on my knees in this place. I can cry out to God in this place. I can, you know, I mean, my skin marks really easily. So for a number of, of times, I've got up here on my knees and put my head on this and I've come out with like this red marks, all these dots all over my forehead. So I've learned not to do that. But you need a secret place. If God's going to do something powerful in your life, uh, and not just for you, but through you, there's somebody here tonight who needs to know that God's calling you and drawing you into a deeper place of fellowship. What happens in the secret place? Well, the first thing is preparation. God be- prepares you for your future. There's some young people tonight that God's drawing you into a secret place and you won't see the benefit or the effect of what happens when you're 15 until you're 35 because it's preparation for the future. There's some of you God's calling into a secret place now for something He's got ahead for you in a decade's time or 20 years' time. And He will reward you in open because you cry out in, in secret. Joshua was one of these. Exodus chapter 33, verse 11 says, So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face. That's the secret place. God speaking to us as a man speaks to his friend. That's the way God wants to speak to you, but you got to want it. You got to you got to go after him. You got to pursue him. You got to prioritize him. You got you got to tell him, and he's got to know that he's more important to you than all the other distractions. We live in the most distracted generation that we, that ever's been because there's so many things that can be used for good, but they draw us away from the place of intimacy and fellowship and face-to-face connection with God. It says, and he would return to the camp. So Moses would go to the tabernacle, but his servant Joshua. The son of none, that doesn't mean no one, and that doesn't mean a, a Catholic lady, but for his, his dad's name was none, all right? Stay with it. A young man did not depart from the tabernacle. So Moses gets in the presence of God and he's God speaking to him face to face. And Moses was one who God wrote the Ten Commandments on a tablet and gave it to him. Moses, he had an intimacy with God. And obviously Joshua could see that there's something about Moses. And the Bible tells us here that Joshua is Moses' servant. Another version says he's his aide. So I want you to know that part of the key for your preparation for your future is before God's going to use you, He wants to position you as a servant. He wants to position you as someone who's putting a Dream Team t-shirt on and serving in kids' church and serving in youth or opening car doors. And he wants He's looking for servants. And so Joshua literally was a servant. He found a vision to serve. He found a man of God to serve and he served. And that was part of his preparation for his future. If you want God to use you, God will never use you beyond your capacity to serve the least of them, your capacity to serve people. It's the way that it works in the kingdom of God. And it's never convenient to serve. It's never the right time to serve. You just got to step into it and to serve. I love that we've got a church of people who love to serve. And Joshua was a servant. And I love it. He said he was a young man, but he did not depart from the tabernacle. I can see him sort of nodding to Moses going, are you right to head back to camp? He's like, yeah. Okay, you can just linger. You can just wait. There's a glory when when the tabernacle was the place that God met and there was a glory that would get on 
Joshua. There would, I'm imagining that he, he would have visions and dreams and, and it would see the future and have a sense of the closeness of God because he, he loved the presence of God. I believe God's looking for people who love His presence and will prioritize it above everything else. And Joshua, it was preparation so that 40 years later, when he became the leader of, of a whole generation of people and led them into the promised land, it wasn't, his, it wasn't a moment where he's like, oh, flip, 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 what am I going to do? I better start praying. God chose him because he loved the presence of God. It was preparation for his future. I remember as a 21-year-old, I had the, the opportunity to spend a year living by myself in regional Victoria. And I just, I, I just felt the same feeling that I feel for people tonight of God saying, I want to draw you into the secret place for a season. So I made a choice to get no, no television. Uh, it was before mobile phones, so that was not distracting. There was a, no internet. Oh, my gosh. But I made a choice to just make this little box. It was a pool shed. Literally, there was a swimming pool and a big pool table, and I put a bed in there and a tiny little kitchen. So this was my room. And I, I just, because I sensed that that was God drawing me into a season, I would just pray and I'd wake up and pray and I'd play, I'd play messages and I, and I remember hearing a guy preach about, about vision and how important it is for you to get vision and God began to speak to me about a vision for my own life and He spoke to me out of Isaiah 61 about preaching the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord's upon me to preach and the call of God began to get on me and I remember walking up and down in my secret place memorizing Scripture and speaking it out loud, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me because He has anointed me it was God calling, but I had to respond. And I'm feeling like tonight God is calling some of us to a deeper place and it will be preparation for a season that you don't even know. It might be a season that comes in a month, but it might be in six months or it might be in 10 years. But He's calling us into the secret place. It's preparation. When we get in the secret place, it says we're under the shadow the shadow of the Almighty. I love this. When we get into that place, there is conception of God, visions, and dreams. Luke chapter 1, verse 35, when the angel comes to Mary and says, Mary, you're going to get pregnant, and you'll call him Jesus, and he'll be God's son, and he'll bring victory. He'll become the king of Israel. And she's like, whoa, how is that going to happen? I don't know a man. And the angel replied, Luke 1, verse 35, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, will be called the Son of God. When God's power comes upon us, because that's what He wants to put on you. He doesn't just want you to be in His presence. He wants to put His power on us. And when we get in His, in His presence and His power comes on us, we conceive things in our spirit. We see dreams. We hear uh, visions. We, we get a sense of this is what God's got ahead for us. And some, some of us, you're like, what do I do, God? What's, what's my purpose? Or what, what's the, the decision, the big decision I need to make? And you're listening to this whisper message, this series going, I really need God to hear, to speak to me about my next season. And God's saying, well, come into the secret place. 
and let my power overshadow you. And as my power overshadows me, because you're desperate and you don't give up after a few minutes, because you're desperate, then I will put something in your spirit. Something will be birthed on the inside of you that's a God dream, that, that the enemy can't kill, the enemy can't take away. Where is, where is that place of the birthing of dreams, the conception of dreams? It's in the secret place. It's in the secret place. For me, there was a season when my business was just not doing well. And I remember for that season, my garage became the secret place. And I'd get up early and I'd pray and then I'd say, okay, now I'm just gonna go a little longer, but I'm gonna pray about the business. I began to pray and I had promises and I'd speak the promises, the things that God had said. But as I'd speak the promises, then after a while I'd wait and God would just begin to speak to me a, a strategy for the business and things I could see, like I could see literally things that be 15, 18 years later that are still happening, things that are still unfolding and things that are yet to happen. But why it got conceived in the secret place. God's got some stuff for you. He's got some stuff to show you. You're like, okay, I, I'm here. I want to go there. I don't know how to go there. The way you go there is on your knees in the presence of God. A secret place is the birthplace of the miraculous. When the shadow of God gets over us, I love it. When Peter walked the streets, he was so, he'd been so in the presence of God that his shadow released miracles. That's because God's shadow over us puts miracles inside of us. Some of us need a miracle from God. And yes, yes, we can ask one another to pray and that's really important, but maybe God's drawing us into a deeper place, a secret place. One of my favorite books and on my Instagram at the moment, I'm doing my top 10 favorite books it's nerve-wracking as I try and nail it down to 10. I've got three so far. One of them is a book called Good Morning, Holy Spirit by Benny Hinn. And that book would be the, a, a book for me as I learned about Benny Hinn's journey of a, a young Jewish boy who converted to Christianity, uh, whose father hated the idea that he was a, that he was a Christian, he'd become a Christian. He was, I think it was uh, Orthodox, Greek Orthodox or something. And so, and so, and he, could, he couldn't talk, he just stuttered. So because he was stuttering and had no friends and his father was down on him, he would just spend all this time in his room talking to the Holy Spirit. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Speaking, waiting, learning to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, crying out to God, being quiet, being still, shouting and yelling. And years later, God would begin to use this what had been birthed in His Spirit through being in the secret place with the Holy Ghost. And it, be, it was literally the conception of a dream. But then He began to speak. The first time He spoke, He got supernaturally healed of His stutter. That's the first time He preached. Then people just began to get healed over and over again. Why? Because He built a place with God in the secret place. I want us to stand to our feet right now. I wonder, I don't know, maybe there'll be five people here tonight. Maybe there'll be 10. Maybe there'll be a lot more. But you can feel the Spirit of God. This is, okay, I want, we've got a ministry team, but this is not the ministry team moment. Because if you're the ministry team, maybe God's speaking to you. I want you to be free to respond to this. 
If you're just saying, I, I can sense God drawing me into a place of greater intimacy with Him, a, a place that will, will cost. I'm not going to say that you should pray for this long or that long. I'm not going to say that you should be here or there. Uh, it's not even about church prayer meetings. This is about you and me finding that place of intimacy with God and going, I need to dig a deeper well. I need to dig a greater connection with God in my life. Will it be all uh, awesome and miraculous and f the fog of heaven fill your room? No, you'll be bored sometimes. You'll be distracted other times. And so you've got to push through that and just and, and have a cry in your heart. God, I'm coming because I want more of you. God, I want more. I want to hear you speak to me. I want you to speak to me about my future. I, I've got things for you. Now, so in a moment, if it's you, and if, it is, if there's just a few people, that's cool. There might be more. But I want you to, in a moment, don't come yet. I want you to come down the front. Now, the thing, I prepared this earlier tonight, earlier today, but the thing that the Lord said to me tonight is there's some people and you've got dreams that have died and the Spirit of God is telling you tonight He's going to resurrect the dreams that have died. Significant dreams you've let go. I don't know what they relate to, but they're only going to be resurrected in the place of intimacy, the secret place with God. So if you're saying, this is me, God's drawing me, but I'm going to come. Would you just come down the front right now and begin to just, just open up your heart, just come down the front right now. If you're going to go, yes, I'm coming into that secret place. I'm going to press into God. I'm going to go deeper in a place of intimacy. You might want to kneel. You might want to just, uh, just begin to open up your heart to God. Spirit of God, Spirit of God, Spirit of God.